Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. Ah! The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Come on, Dawn. Brad. Get your spoons out, girl. Production. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. Oh my gosh, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Don. Hi, it's a beautiful Tuesday. Oh it my is, yes. God. Why are you here? Soak it in. I am here to tell some stories today. I'm here to recap, as you are as well, about the ridiculous TMZ presents Brittany, The Price of Freedom. Tattoo time. It's tattoo time, kids. Buckle in because TMZ. It's fine, Brittany. We'll get to that. Yeah. TMZ has a lot of explaining to do. Gosh. Where do we even begin? Now, look, we were predisposed to not be very kind to this TMZ documentary. Brittany, the price of fame. No, the price of freedom. Freedom, meaning if you weren't free, it'd be better. That's what they're implying. No, literally with the, title. the whole time. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. And they I will say they delivered on that promise mm-hmm. because they did essentially reiterate that maybe a conservatorship would be a good thing for Britney Spears. If it was handled by someone else. Yes. And let us tell you that in the form of some producers from TMZ and a couple of well chosen experts and i use that term very loosely dawn yeah i want to get right to some audio mm. and play for you a thing which i think is illustrative <laughs> it illustrates quite well the crux the thrust the gaslighting gaslight well yeah essentially this paints the picture of what this documentary loose quotes mm-hmm. meant to do for britney spears just really quickly to set it up You've got all sorts of experts. We got uh, Dr. What's his name? Dr. Drew Pinsky. Dr. Drew, shame, which everybody knows. Shame oh, on you. Yeah, get your, get your shame bell, honey. Mm-hmm. And then there was that other doctor whose name I don't have in front of me, it's but I know you Dr. wrote it down. Dr. Charles Sophie, who said everything that Dr. Drew wouldn't say. Yeah. Okay, let's listen to the first clip. Now, this is one where they're going to set it up with a producer, then a clip from Brittany, and then some Dr. Drew, and it all talks about her... That is Brittany mocking therapy. Oh, God, I hate this. We know just before Brittany's conservatorship ended, the people caring for her wrote up a list of recommendations. One of them, continue therapy. Something Brittany initially agreed she needed, then mocked. Hi, so as your therapist today, I'm here to just ask you a couple of questions. (laughs) Um, I'm here to help you, key number one. Um, So relax, totally relax, lay down, do what you have to do. Just a couple of questions. Yes, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> I've had a great year. I'm having great days. 
Mocking therapy is not a good sign, obviously, but it is a brain disorder what? and it is highly biological and it really requires medication, not oh. so much therapy. So she's had lots of therapy. It's helped her, but it's only going to help so much if she's not cooperating with the Excuse medical me? side of this. What? Excuse oh. me, he said mocking therapy was a brain disorder? Um, no, it isn't. What? It's not a brain disorder. Is that true? No. Mocking therapy. If you mock therapy, also, can we just talk about the mocking therapy? Brain disorder. The which that's a lot like, of words. Like biological brain disorder versus what? Like a like a so a neurological brain is there a different mm. no physiological chemical brain yeah, anyway chem- whatever mm. um here's my question don first of all mocking therapy would you call that mocking therapy no or britney doing one of her silly videos that poked fun maybe a therapy and or her, her particular, particular experience yes right it's a video to say this therapy session they did probably you know, executed by her father, like, here's the therapist you should use, was kind of like BS. So she didn't enjoy that therapist. How many times have people gone to therapists that they just didn't click with, and then they get a new therapist? This is a normal thing. She doesn't have a brain disorder where she's mocking therapy. Well, yeah, so that, and you can say that because that's not an actual thing. But (laughs) here's the other thing I wanted to say. You don't know what Britney, I want to say this, like, above all of this, again, we're talking about this TMZ documentary, it's not a series, I keep wanting to call it a series, thank God it's not. They don't have her diagnosis. No. And short of a diagnosis, I don't understand what Dr. Drew or any other, quote, professional has business telling us what she has, like, to be so explicit that. You know, this is a brain. First of all, mocking therapy is a brain disorder. No. And then talking about her specifically. And also there's this note in that clip that we just played where it's like therapy's not good enough. She needs meds mm-hmm. and meds. You know, therapy can only get you so far. And it's, the problem is because she's not taking her meds. That's the implication I felt like anyway. And it's like, again, you're saying all of these things for somebody you've never this is not your patient. This is not your patient. And you're diagnosing her by watching videos that we watch. You have no connection. And you don't know if she's been to a therapist. You don't. I mean, look, you know more or less what we know, essentially what the public knows, because even if you're trying to tell me you have sources, what sources that talk to TMZ are they? Are those sources legitimate? Doctor? And if they are, shame on you for talking about yeah, her. Which tells me that they're probably not, you know, they're no. probably sources with a with a, a perspective, sources with a bias. Mm-hmm. And so I see what you're trying to do, TMZ. But unfortunately, from my vantage point, you're failing. Absolutely. And it's just not right. It's like it's not right for him or the other psychiatrist to go on here and just state simply she has a mental illness. You don't know that and you don't know anything about her health history because you're not her doctor. And to speculate that and then say it as fact is so wrong. Well, also just the whole thing about mocking therapy is a brain disorder. I I still don't even get what that means. I laughed out loud when I I watched that this morning. I was typing away in my little notes like, oh my God, what are you saying? Brain disorder? Well, if that's the case, I've I've got a huge uh, brain disorder because I've mocked all sorts of things in my life. Um, I do want to play another clip about the the other 
problem that has been diagnosed by the very, I'm sure, uh, august, talented professionals Mm. on a TMZ documentary about a patient they've never treated. Her man issues. You know, Brittany's got Mm. mental health issues, but she's also got... She's a she's a man hater. So oh, I want you to hear a little chunk of because of her dad. Because of her dad, yeah, which these, is totally her fault. Wait, oh well, but let's just listen to the clip and we can talk. It's very hard. Oh, by the way, sorry, Mike. Can you stop it? Because the listeners are going to be like, "Why does it sound like it's in a tin can?" Because it was in a tin can. I had to film it from my phone. <laughs> it's a long story. You don't have time for it. Let's listen. It's very hard to maintain a relationship with a spouse or partner who has a pre-existing mental illness. But not only in this case do you have that. You also have someone who didn't have a good foundation of a biological or a family of origin to know what a role modeling of a marriage should be or a relationship. I don't even know what her relationship as a child was like with her father. And so she's going to have trouble with men. And it's going to stir up a lot of issues for her with or without a mental illness. And it's going to be worse with a mental illness. It's really what we're seeing evidence of in social media which is sort of this rapid cycling mental illness which is again an extremely difficult condition to be around and to care for they are not well their brain isn't working right if she evokes anger in you be careful because this isn't about you she's a witch now she's gonna evoke anger and like a beast she's gonna pout i also want to also point out him mentioning rapid cycling which is a term that they use when they're referring to people who are going through ups and downs and a lot of times it's with bipolar people so are you are implying that she's a rapid cycler from the Again, dsm it's you all, are diagnosing it means someone it means nothing because i Stop you, it. like great for you knowing that tidbit maybe that's what he was talking about but girl that's like so far down the road of like irresponsible i can we just go back to um she didn't have a good foundation and then he says so he's implying she had a bad relationship with right. her dad. Anybody who's like read a book uh, about Brittany or watched a clip knows that her and her dad don't get along. So great. Good good work there. And then he says, but I don't know what I her relationship know. was. And then says, so she's got mental Ill- Or what did he say? So she's going to have a problem. Wait, you don't yeah. know, but you know. Yeah, like I, you I'm going to say that I actually don't know what but her relationship now I'm gonna is, her. but she's going to have problems with men. So, like, this was you don't even know. Thing. What if she, okay, so let's say she did have a problem with her family and then she did have issues with uh, another man in her life. Okay, but can I ask you a question? Yes. Did, did you have a difficult relationship with any one of your parents at any point in your life? Yeah, I okay. did. Yeah. Which one? Just you don't have to give me specifics, but like, was it your dad or your mom? And um, it's fine if it was both. You could say both. I, it, I mean, it was my dad for a while and then it okay. was my mom. So do you struggle now with your relationships with men? No, okay. I don't. Do you struggle with relationships with women? Uh, No. Again, it's kind of that like weird pop psychology stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she had a she had problems with her dad, so she's gonna hate all men. And what they what you didn't hear is they go on to essentially talk about how she attacks Sam Asgari and things get physical. And that's kind of alluded to when he talks about her like cycling and essentially she turns into an evil woman who's coming after you and you better just realize it's not about you. And I would sleep with one eye open. They also said that at one point. Like she I mean, could attack you in the night is basically what they said. It's just pop psychology based on 
absolutely no evidence. Again, could it be possible? Because I can hear people out there listening going, hey, Bradley, hey, Dawn. TMZ, though, come on. It's just so obvious that she has a crappy relationship with her dad and she's going to struggle with the men in her life. That could be. That's a big leap. But that is a huge-ass leap for a new, well, I'm not going to, a tabloid documentary to make into a television show with actual board-certified professionals. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, I see. For you and I to speculate, like, hey, Dawn. I bet. What do you think, you know, how has her relationship with her dad affected her, you know, adult relationships? I don't know. She probably doesn't trust people as much. Yeah. And you would say she's cautious when she interacts with new negotiations and things. It goes without saying we would caveat that with. But we're just average people on the radio having a conversation of opinions and we're not qualified to make a medical diagnosis. So you can take that for what it's worth. Right. Yeah. Like we understand our place. This show consistently just takes a lot of leaps. Absolutely. And then it becomes fact because one time they said, Dr. Drew, who isn't her therapist, blah, 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 blah. And then the whole rest of the hour, every time he appeared, they never said, Dr. Drew, not her therapist. It was just, oh, I'm jumping in and now this, I'm hearing facts. Well, and when you're somebody like Dr. Drew and you know big words, you can set people think dr drew he knows things oh yes you know he's using cycling as a term he's using you know like whatever the terminology is people are going to take that at face value Mm -hmm. and that's when you end up and we didn't play this clip maybe we'll talk about this later i know we're going to continue to talk about this uh documentary later in the show in the third hour you have fans literally calling 911 mm-hmm to say that Britney's not okay based on something she posted on social media. If you wonder how that happens, it's because there are a bunch of people generating concern about something they know very little, such that it's to the broader public. I'm saying, like, when you go on TV and you say these things, that she's on. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcasts I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Unhinged that she's unwell, that she needs this, that she needs that. And then she posts something silly and off the wall on Instagram. It's no surprise that strangers are going to call 911 because they think, oh no, but Dr. Drew said... She's, you know, she's got mental illness, so I need to protect Brittany. Another thing that visually happened was 
they would often be talking about her being mentally ill and they would slow mo a video of hers and zone in on her eyes. Like, look at her crazy eyes. It's like with that deep music in the background. Yeah, it's ominous. It's all creating a theme and a story that is not based on any fact. And, you know, it's dangerous. Also, I really feel like they're missing the mark here on Britney's sense of humor. Yes. A lot of these videos, she's oh my god, the therapy thing. First of all, that put her in hilarious. a Nickelodeon show sure. because that girl, like, she can act. She can, that therapist that she acted like that was very like California. Yeah. Also, you know? that voice, I like that low voice. Responsibly, be twenty one. This is a my talk dirt alert. And now Mike has all the latest in Hollywood or in entertainment, New York, wherever, worldwide. Yes, I do. We'll start it off with some updates from ABC, where a bunch of shows have been renewed. Nine shows in total, including American Idol, The Bachelor, and The Connors. Wow, that show is still going strong. They're all getting renewed, along with America's Funniest Home Videos. you got Bachelor in Paradise, a few of the celebrity game shows, and Shark Tank all renewed. <laughs> well, you know, that Shark Tank's doing real well. They even had an expert on uh, the Britney documentary. <laughs> yeah, they had a guy from Shark Tank. Did they? That's whenever I just guffawed out loud. <laughs> uh, so I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that it is um, ambitious of them to renew shows when we're in a writer's strike? I think regardless, these are going to be made. I mean, I yeah. think they have to... Yeah, I get. Well, question, in reality, guess, like know. which the ones you, you mentioned, a couple reality ones in there that yes. probably are two, writer two out of the three. Yeah, I don't yeah. think yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos has to have too much from the way of writing Celebrity like, Jeopardy, Celebrity Wheel for Push Things Out. Yeah, but the AI. Connors. Yeah, no, that's yep. true. This is true. And they also have ordered High Potential, a new uh, movie, or new, excuse me, TV show starring Caitlin Olsen from, of course, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia fame. Oh, so okay. This is, what do we uh, know about that? It's a new, uh, they, they made this announcement. The series uh, had its pilot episode, and uh, that's basically all we know at this point. But okay. it's based off the uh, French series uh, that I'm not going to try to pronounce, but a fon, French fon, series. Fon, 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 fon. There you go. La uh, that's what's uh, <laughs> happening there. We also got details about the SAG Awards. Because, of course, uh, they are going to be broadcast uh, on Netflix for the first time, a full live stream wow, of the SAG Awards. Saggies on Netflix. Yes. Oh, we've never actually been inside the SAG Awards. Lori and Julia have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or are they just on the red carpet? Do they get tickets? They were on the red carpet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The 2000, uh, excuse me, yeah, 2024, the 30th annual telecast is going to be streamed live on Netflix, and that's going to be February 24th. That was the big announcement that they made. Okay, great. So there you go. It's going to be at the uh, Shrine Auditorium and Expo Hall where they had the last one and where they've they've been before. So great. those are the details that came out okay. on that. Also an interesting documentary series coming up that I think could uh, interest some fans. Tim Burton. Want to dig into the life What's of Tim Burton? To? Well, no, it's actually a documentary oh, series him? all about him. Oh, oh, I love this. Yeah, four-part documentary series uh, about the director, one of Hollywood's most creative voices. going to premiere at Cannes Film Festival, and it's going to be uh, featured with a number of actors that he's worked with. Johnny Depp's going to be a part of this. Winona Ryder, Michael Keaton, Jenna Ortega, Danny Alan Elfman. Yeah, exactly. The list goes on and on. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Netflix is where you're going to be able to watch that. Okay. I, I uh, would enjoy that because I bet he has a very interesting life. Yes, no question. I don't know a lot. It's just like mm-hmm. a lot of cartoony darkness. Yeah, which, <laughs> who doesn't want cartoony darkness? Well, if you want some Showtime, and this kind of uh, speaks to your point again here, Don, but Showtime has announced they're bringing back two of their best shows that have been gone for a while, Nurse Jackie and Weeds. 
Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Ooh, I saw the Nurse Jackie thing, but not the Weeds and thing. And they're going to bring them back with their uh, most original famous castings. original stars. Yeah, okay. Edie Falco will be returning as Jackie Payton, and uh, Mary Louise Parker will be once again playing uh, Nancy Botwin. I feel like they've gotten a boost, you know, now that they they got sort of sucked into Paramount. No. Yeah, Paramount? Did they get sucked into Paramount? Mm, Plus? Showtime? Yeah, Ooh. they got sucked into one of the streamers, and I think it was Paramount Plus because it yep, wouldn't have Showtime been any... and Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So I feel like that probably gave that brand some new life. Mm-hmm. So good for them. And those two stars I just mentioned are also going to be serving as executive producers for oh, those shows. Nice. Kudos. So, exactly. And that's uh, also where we will uh, move on here. And actually, we're going to talk about Megan Fox. This is interesting. We have talked a lot about Megan Fox, but she opened up recently about some of the uh, struggles she has with uh, body dysmorphia. She actually oh, says sure. she has never once loved her body in her own words. She says it's something she struggled with. She is talking about this because she's on the uh, cover along with uh, uh, who we talked about yesterday, of course, Martha Stewart. She's also going to be one of the cover models for the upcoming Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. So she opened up and basically just said she's uh, had a never-ending journey to uh, try to love herself. It's her 37th birthday today, by the way, as well. But uh, she just says uh, every time she sees herself in print or sees pictures, she's never never liked what she's seen back. Yeah, I'm sure it's hard when your face is constantly plastered Mm -hmm. all over things. In your body, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So well, that, I like that she's talking about that because you would assume that somebody who has... What does she have to worry a, a, about? Right, exactly. right. That she would be completely she's comfortable beautiful. and fine, but it doesn't affect people that way. It's just body you know, dysmorphia. I mean, you're, yep. We're all just people on the inside, mm-hmm. so we all have the same guts. issues. And all have the same guts, except some of us have really stinky guts. Okay. Because you can hear it every once in a while. <laughs> about those stink holes. And uh, finally, here, I think how did you come across Stinkles, girl? <laughs> Sorry. Apparently, Willie Nelson's birthday, if you missed it over at the Hollywood Bowl, you can watch it back. It's going to be coming to movie theaters in June. Did they call his special Smoke a Bowl? They should have. But no. <laughs> They called it Long Story Short, Willie Nelson 90, and it's going to be appearing on the big screens all across the U.S. for three nights, the uh, 11th, 13th, and 14th of June. And that is going to include some huge acts, George Strait performed, Snoop Dogg, Dave Matthews, Chris Stapleton, the list goes on and on. Fabulous. Uh, Well done. Yeah. When we come back, you want to do some blind items with Mike? Yeah, let me get my list. Okay, get your your cheat sheet. And uh, we'll do some juicy bits of gossip with the names left out when we return right here on My Talk 1071. There would be nothing more frustrating than clicking on the AC for the first time this year, which you could probably do today because I think it's going to be a hot one. And it doesn't work. What would you do? Oh, God. Actually, don't freak out. What you should do is just call my friends at Hero. Call Hero.com. But if you want to get ahead of the game and not have to worry about any issues with your air conditioning unit this summer, call Hero.com. But wait, I don't have a problem. No, that's the point. You call and have Hero out for an AC tune-up. By the way... They're going to give you that tune-up for just $69. Literally, come out to your house. Make sure your AC is in tip-top shape, ready to go. And best of all, that tune-up comes with a 365-day no-breakdown guarantee. 
you can just go about your business, enjoying the hot weather or get inside away from the hot weather and be in that cool air from your air conditioner. Call Hero.com today for that $69 AC tune-up. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. And now we have one of our special features that says juicy bits of gossip with all the names left out in blind items. Blinded by the item. All right, let's start it off with this one. The one named A slash A minus list actress says she won't be coming back for another season of the pay cable show. (gasps) Oh my God. Are you telling me that Zendaya is not coming back for you? Oh my God, you're on fire. How'd you do that? Uh, Well, I was going to say Gaga, but then I'm like, no. (laughs) What's she in? Well, she was in American Horror Story. Oh, oh so by the way, did you see that totally unrelated Mike fill in the blanks in a moment? But yeah, oh. the massage therapist from season one of White Lotus is coming back in season three. Mm-hmm. Did. Oh, Mike told us that we when you were on a cruise. Oh, yeah. when I was on a cruise. I'm sorry. I was busy with my own massage therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I was uh, falling off a, a yacht in... Oh, Italy God, somewhere. no, don't do that. <laughs> okay, sorry, Mike, fill in the blank. Yeah, simply Zendaya says she won't be coming back for another season of Euphoria. I think that is good for her. Not that she, she doesn't want to get just, stuck, right? Yeah, exactly. And plus, she has such a bright future with Dune Part D. Uh, and, you know, it's just in her best interest to move on at this point because it also leaves room for a lot of other people, you know, on the show that, you know, it's great. Good job, Zendaya. There you go. I'm her manager. I didn't know. I was going to say, <laughs> I think, you know, she's you probably were, grateful for the advice. Uh-huh. If you're think, if you're really her manager, I don't know if you'd want her to pass up on the multi-million dollar like, episode gig that she's giving up. That's uh-huh. true. <laughs> but you don't know what else is sitting true. there going, hey, yeah, Zendaya. Like, hey, we need her mm-hmm. money. We need to pay her $20 million. Yeah, yes. Yep, that's true. Or you know what? Maybe she was just like, I, I want to, you know. Plow greener pastures. That's right. There you go. Plow away, Zendaya. Let's do another one. <laughs> by the item. This A-list voiceover actress is addicted to the power she gets from donating so much money. If she ever loses her job and can't donate millions, watch how fast the organization forgets about oh, her. Nancy, what's her name? Mm-hmm. From The Simpsons, mm-hmm. Lisa. Oh, Lisa Simpson. Yeah, Nancy Cartwright. There you go. Ooh, nice. She's a Scientologist. She's actually Bart as well. She's a hey, man. Yeah, oh, that was the worst. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry. Hey, man. That was even worse. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, Phil, what is it? Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts, dude. Yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you nailed it there. Um, <laughs> Nancy Cartwright uh, is addicted to the power she gets from donating so much money. If she ever loses her job, obviously the Simpsons, and can't donate millions, watch how fast Scientology oh. forgets about her. Oh, oh. They recently, it was in the New York Post, I believe, a story about how she has donated at least $21 million to the Church of you Scientology. Know, and also to say donated is probably not the right verb. I would say it's just straight up given mm-hmm. as payment Paid for her dues for her, you know, next OLR. What it, what was it? Oh, whatever the like levels are in Scientology, oh, sort yeah, of pay to more, go from one level to the next. You're more of an expert on that than I am. Well, they literally pay 
to like get oh, the get, secrets revealed. Sure. Oh, sure. So like as you climb your way to the bridge of total freedom or whatever it's called, you're paying like it costs so much money, which for rich celebrities is easy. But for the average, it's it's kind of crippling the Absolutely. financial strain they put Leo, on people. Leah Remini's yep. Scientology show. Mm-hmm. What an interesting show that is. Ooh. Anyway, so like Mario, is there a little sounder that goes off when you've leveled yeah, up to the was, next one? I was thinking, that, I'm like, this is like Pokemon. There you go, <laughs> leveling up. Yeah, let's do another one. Blinded by the item. All right. Uh, this A-plus list singer has it on her calendar to reignite a feud with the A-list singer turned judge who is trying to make a singing comeback later this year. Is it Katie? It is. But who's the first person? Or is she the first person? She's the second person. Yeah. Okay. So she's it's the A-list judge sing- trying to make a comeback. Taylor? Yep. Oh, 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 fill in the blanks. are just here. rolling right through these today. Nicely done. Uh, according to NT Lawyer, crazydaysandnights.net, that Taylor Swift basically has it on her calendar to reignite the feud with Katy Perry as soon <laughs> as she tries her singing comeback later this year. Uh, do yeah. it. Do it. Do it. We <laughs> yes, all want yes, that. Yes, 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 we do. Yes, because we do. who doesn't want a good pop diva feud? I do. Mm, right? Then can we get Mariah Carey to show up and be like, girls? <laughs> no, she'll be like, <laughs> like I don't Garrett know them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you. Do you yeah, have another no, I, one? Oh, yeah. All for that. Blinded by the item. I do. We've got uh, this one. The husband of the permanent A-list singer can barely string a sentence together, so the statement he released came from a professional who is trying to make it seem like the couple is just doing great. Okay. Oh, Sam Asghari and yep. Brittany. Yep. Ooh. Today they're a little more on the uh, on the easy side of things, but you guys are doing well. Okay. Rolling right through them nicely Just, uh, done. But yeah. fill it in, fill it in. Yeah, filling it in. Sam Asgari apparently, uh, according to NT Lawyer, Crazy Days and Nights.net, has trouble just stringing a sentence together. So when it came to that statement we heard from him, that uh, that was actually done by a professional to make it seem like he and Brittany are doing great. Yeah, I mean... The thing I always think about when what are you what are you shaking your head I about, think girl? Everybody has statements written for them, so you know. Yeah, I guess I'm like a little uh, ambivalent about that. But what I would say is, whenever somebody is talking, that means something got to them, right? So, like when you're Sam Asgari and you're coming out and saying like everything's fine and don't do this stuff, it's because that got to them. Because people say all sorts of dumb stuff every single day of the year. And so I just find that to be interesting. Like, Oh, so they obviously poked something that made him stop what he's doing. Cause normally let's talk about this. Normally Sam doesn't really talk about him and Brittany very much. No, Like it's like, he's not very direct about anything No, when it comes to her. Like he'll talk about his acting. He'll talk about his fitness. He'll talk about his, you know, diet plan or he'll talk about, you know, something out of the side of his mouth to a, a, a paparazzo on TMZ. Mm-hmm. But to sit down and do that kind of direct-to-camera message about the thing that we're all talking about in tabloids means there's some, I don't know what it is, but there's some truth or there's some pain or there's some like sore spot that pushed hard enough for him to be like, I got to do a video. And there's no way he just turned the camera on. That's true. I mean, I don't think. No. And he'd definitely have some help with that, for sure. Yeah, oh, of course. Sure. 100%. And I don't think it's Brittany, which then begs the question, who was it? Who's helping him? And what? What Who are his friends? And what did they have? 
What's their stake in the game? Yes. Well, yeah. remember, oh, we could go deep, but we don't have time. Mike, do another one. All right. Sounds good. The prime minister actor is trying to rehabilitate his image and not lose that big universe universe role. So what do you do? You find someone everyone loves to, quote, date and make sure the publicists shove it down their throats. Bob yeah. Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who has played the prime minister? I think it's someone with a prime minister's name. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's Check not an notes. actor who's... Whoa. Check your notes, Check your notes Don. Don. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... Oh, fast rapper, no. <laughs> Celebrity CEO, no. Is it a, a recent director? I, fr- I I know this one, and I know yeah. I've gotten it before. This is a prime minister recent. The prime minister or the actor? The prime minister. Like, the prime minister, uh, is, I believe, wrapped up uh, duties in the nineties. Major? Oh, yes. Duties in the nineties. Yes. Who's major, Don? Major. Yeah, somebody major. Oh, um, Jonathan Major? There you go. Okay. Majors, but yeah. Majors, yes. Oh, so his name is Jonathan Majors. Not to be confused Got with John it. Major, who okay. was the prime minister, We're which is why he calls that. On. Get I'm that down there. Do it. Put I that in your cheat sheet. There's still a second part, though. Have you guys heard anything about Jonathan Majors recently? No. Oh, that he's dating somebody else. Yeah. Who yes. Everyone loves. Oh, gosh. Oh, wait, oh. but how do they describe the person? Uh, just as somebody everybody loves. That's all they put there for Dolly her. Parton? No. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White. No. Oh, wait. <gasps> she died. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, um, by the way. Uh, no. Okay. Not Betty um, White. Or Dolly. Sure. Yes. Okay, can you narrow it down a little bit? Uh, actress, loves her, but like... um, actress, early 40s. Quite frankly, oh. I didn't know her name very well until this story came out. Kate would Beckinsale? Um, I don't know if you would know or not. No, not Kate Beckinsale. Uh, Recently, been in uh, uh, the other or a different uh, superhero oh, okay. uh, movie. Oh. That was her most recent big role, but otherwise, she's done some. Yeah, I don't know if you can get this one. No, okay. she's, despite being uh, uh, everyone loves her, a uh, Megan Good. I don't know. You know, her. Megan Good no. at all. But that okay. name sounds familiar. So yeah. let's look. Megan Good. What, okay. She was in Shazam recently, the Shazam oh, movies. Yeah. Um, she's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I did not know a ton of what she's done. Oh yeah, Jonathan Majors. Look at that. Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. is dating Megan Good. Okay. Filling in the blanks. Jonathan Majors is trying to rehabilitate his image and not lose that big universal role, which or universe role, which of mm. course is Kang the Conqueror in the MCU. So what do you do? You find someone who loves to date, and that is Megan Good, and make sure everyone loves to date you, and then oh. make sure all the publicists shove it down everyone's throats. Well, they're yeah, succeeding like, in the over here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. A publationship in no, Hollywood? That's uh, crazy. Kel Surprise. <laughs> we don't have time for another one, but Mike, thank you so much for all You're those welcome. juicy bits of gossip, even if they were occasionally medium well. Um, <laughs> but, you know, still delicious nonetheless. Okay. Uh, when we come back, Dawn, Rupert Murdoch paid a lot for a penthouse. He did. 17% more. And I'm loving it because he's going to be living there without a certain person. And that's what I really want to talk about. Okay. Well, I look forward to all the details when we return right here on my talk. Little blind spot.
Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you on my talk 107.1 it's uh really fun to look at celebrity homes and figure out how we can live this way but that's not why we're here i'm gonna get to that in a second but we got to talk about Rupert Murdoch. What's going on with rupees? Rupee is <laughs> 92. <laughs> he's 92, y'all. Yeah, he okay? is. And he's like still kicking. And he's so, so filthy rich. All right. So he just bought this beautiful, I guess you would call it a penthouse. And it is the entire floor of um, a building. I'm sure it's uh, it, ridiculously it's, amazing. Yes, it's uh, actually sits. He paid 17% over asking for this Park View Manhattan apartment. Wow. It was built in 1937. It is 6,500 square feet, six bedrooms, seven bathrooms. Um, and Marilyn Monroe used to stay in this what? during her brief marriage to Joe DiMaggio. Also, Pavarotti owned several Pavarotti. units on the 23rd floor for three decades. In the same building, which is called the Hampshire House. Wow, there's a lot of bedrooms. Oh, yeah. And it is. it has north, south, east, and west views, which means it's the whole floor. It's outstanding. And um, I'm looking at the layout. It's quite delightful. It is delightful. It's beautiful. Now, I in the link, you, could, you can look at this on our show links page. It's virtually staged. So everything you see is virtual. That's not the actual furniture. Yeah, which, like, I which I hate I these days. Oh. Like if you look at, I want you know, to see what's really in there. Real estate listings these days, like on Realtor.com or something, you, you'll be looking at a home. You're like, wow, that looks great. I love what the. Oh, it's like, that's oh, not I, real. I would keep it that way. But that's a virtual. Like a lot of listings are now virtual, like this, where mm-hmm. they put in really cool furniture, so you can see what it would look like. And then, they and don't then you have get to, to the house. Furniture. Then you get to the house, and you're like, um. That's not what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. Well, another another cool thing that they put up, uh, this is uh, on our show links page. Like I said, mytalk1071.com. Go to our uh, page and show links. It has a blueprint. And, like, the primary bedroom is 28 feet by 19 feet. Um, the ceilings are fantastic. Yeah. They're, like, 19 feet tall. Amazing. Ceiling. And so this has a long history as being a very coveted property in New York. It's on the 27th floor and um, it's uh, carries common charges of almost 32,000 a month. And it was just recently 32, sold 32,000 a month. You mean just that's the upkeep? <laughs> that is basically what it works out to. Um, common charges of 32,000. I'm not sure what it is. 
I mean, surely it's so rich they got charges I ain't never heard of. Now he has he in excess of seventeen billion, so yeah, he mean, doesn't have to worry about what this. What is so the man is how old? Ninety two hundred years old. Ninety two years young. Amazing. Congratulations. Life well lived. Average life expectancy for a person, or I should say, yeah, for a person in their nineties, probably got another ten years in them, right? Yeah, yeah. That dude's still working. I know. He's still working. And let me, we are here for me to tell you about this gold digger he just dumped. Okay? You want to know about this woman? I don't know anything about this woman. I know he got divorced. He did divorce model Jerry Hall. But then he got together with a woman named Ann Leslie Smith. Okay. Who's she when she's at home? Oh, when she's at home, she's scheming of ways to get another rich man in her life. How do you Um, know this? Because she has a storied history of dating rich men in her 20s while working as a dental hygienist in the bay area miss smith met a guy named john huntington he was a railroad heir nearly 20 years her senior and during that marriage which lasted from 85 to 89 she spent lavishly on clothes rode horses and did charity work liking it yep She said in an interview on a Christian broadcasting station, we'll get to that in a second, in 2013 that money was no object and I had everything in the world. In 1988, she was at a society Wait, why was she doing interviews with the Christian broadcasting? Because she turned evangelical, which is why Rupert Murdoch dumped her. He found out how evangelical she was. I heard about this woman. Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up because apparently he's... Okay, I I heard a little thing about him, and he does not like people who are religious. Mm-hmm. Well, overtly, she is. yeah, she is. Okay, so she found Jesus, and he was like, "You can find the door." Yeah, well, she found Jesus, uh, but he just didn't know. So oh, what? She listen, was keeping Jesus from him. She was him. keeping Jesus from him. Okay, so in 1988, she was at a gala, and she actually got in a shoving match with another socialite oh, named Ann Huntington. Uh, and um, so she pulled her hair. They went. <laughs> they scratched each other. There was an assault charge. She has that in her past, and then um, she. Well, she's Ann Huntington. She, she would have been at the time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Anne Huntington. She this other woman was Avelina Pritchard. Oh, okay. Okay. So then she married another person who was also rich. Um, she wed Michael Carabello, a former percussionist in the rock band Santana. Oh. Okay. Good for her. So she's you know she gets around. She does, and then she had another marriage to a guy named Chester Smith, a radio and TV entrepreneur, and um, she. You know, we had a lot of um, fun with him and having a Rolls Royce. Hey, why are anyway, you doing that? He, she had a lot of fun with well, him. Like, what were they doing? Some freaky sex stuff or what? Well, they swingers. She What's was. Going on? It's just it's it's. No, I feel I'm, like you don't want to share something. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's okay. Fine? You can read the article. It's in the New York Times. Okay, you'll tell and me the I break. Will. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So Chester Smith is this, the radio and television entrepreneur. And now, then she moved on. Um, he died in 2008, and now she moved on to Mr. Murdoch. He broke off an engagement with her. Well, so now, did so he broke off the engagement because of her Jesus? Yeah. 
pretty much. Well, he found out that she was sad. evangelical. Like, you'd feel like you'd know that about a person before you get engaged. Well, he just found <laughs> out. Well, she probably didn't How know. long were they engaged for? Not very long. It was like he, he basically uh, went to a gossip columnist well, in New York and said, I just want to let you know Liz that Smith? I'm engaged. Um, let's see. I would have to. I mean, I just, I feel like. Maybe he's like TikTok. I gotta, you know, come on. We we gotta get this into gear. She was I... his fiance for two weeks. Okay. And so he dumped her. Last and then she's summer. like, "What? You want to go to church?" And he's like, "I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he figured out. I think not only that she was real churchy, but that she was a gold digger because this is just. Or you from could one just call her a smart another. woman. Or yeah, that's fine. I mean, gold diggers smart can be person. men and women, but I don't see anything about her that's. Um, really great. Oh. So he got rid of her, and I'm glad. Oh, Good job, oh my God! The end. Wow. Okay, Don. Thank you. <laughs> um, when we come back, I'm very excited. Don is going to tell me a story for the whole hour. No, seriously, you're going to want to listen. Tune in to the Adventures of Bradley and Don. We return right here on My Talk 107.1.